Oh, lovely. Beautiful work, George. Welcome to the uh, latest episode of the Heat Locker, guys. Today, um, today's a little bit exciting. We're doing a we're doing a three man booth today, and uh, we're going to be talking about the upcoming submission grappling tournament called Subversion. In particular, this is the Road to Subversion. So I've got George Hanlon in here, superstar brown belt, um, the man that puts together the show at Oz Sub Only. And uh, now he's the man that also puts together the uh, Subversion event. And then we have the uh, extraordinaire, the best guy in the business for everything photo and video related at most comps around at the moment, Mr. Matt Morris. Um, you would have seen him around getting all the angles of either you getting to strangle someone or getting strangled with someone. He's probably got it on film somewhere. So uh, welcome, gentlemen. Good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Lukey. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Before we um, before we go much further, I won't forget to to shout out the, uh, the our sponsor, um, Endless Combat. Those guys have been nice enough to sponsor the podcast. If you um, buy any of their stuff off their site, they've got rash guards, they've got shorts, they've got um, lots of good gear. We we use them for all of our stuff here at the club. Um, jump on their website, and if you use the promo Heatlocker ten, you'll get a ten percent discount on whatever you buy. So welcome, gentlemen. Good to have you here. Yeah, always uh, enjoy enjoy coming out to Sydney West. Yeah. Yeah. So these these poor bastards are all like uh, they they they're sharing a mic today. So you just have to you'll have to do the best you can. Hopefully you can hear these guys. We we've got a new setup now, and hopefully at the other end you guys can can sort of notice that it's a lot clearer. We've got uh, two nice mics. We've got a new mixer. So we're happening. We're we're um we're doing well here, but we don't have three mics yet. So we're not that we're not that flash. We're no Joe Rogan experience at this stage. You get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But um, yeah, so today I just wanted to talk about um, we've got this tournament. Uh, is it fair to call it a tournament? We've got the quintet, I suppose we should, we should call it, which is what it is. Um, More of an event, I guess. Yeah, it was. It, it, quintet tournament event, yeah. Starting off as it was going to be the quintet and then just added some, added some uh, super matches in there. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah, beautiful. And this is the yeah. second variation of of subversion yeah so it's still in its early stages so you know we just didn't want to we just wanted to build it slowly i guess but i think after the first one it's like we're onto something here yeah yeah and then uh and now with with the second one um you know the the teams are insane so Mm. you know this or this you know the four teams that are in it plus the super fights it sort of deserves to be in a a mad venue. The now. opera house. <laughs> it's deserve, but so so yeah, but still you know we're down at Gracie Humaito. It's a, it's a big space down there. We'll, we'll get a lot of people in there, and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely one you don't want to miss. It's got all the it's it's got most of the best guys that are competing in submission grappling at the tournament basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the like the first idea we had of the subversion is this one's called the Road to Subversion Two. I think the first the idea was to do a big show like like get the best guys here mm-hmm. in and compete, and then we we kind of haven't found a venue yet. We kind of have like still nutting nutting a few things out. So yeah. we come up with the idea of doing the Road to Subversion to see what the interest was and see you know what the level of guys were like. Yeah, like George said, the second one and <laughs> the level of guys is just ridiculous. Yeah, I, was, I mean it's <laughs> I was saying. I was saying only to to George just the other day, and a few of the guys here. Really, um, maybe other than the Boa Eight, when they they put together a pretty a pretty big one, but there was some big money on the line. I feel like there was like thirty grand or yeah, something crazy. Yeah. 
other, and they brought in a few stars. You know, there was Craig Jones, and there was some, I think DJ Jackson, and there was some, there was some, you know, mm-hmm. there was some guys, the guys that they brought in some firepower. Um, obviously, Subversion doesn't have that budget because you know any startup you don't get to start yeah. unless you've got a money man that's yeah. willing to punch money into yeah. it. Well, exactly. Like that, that's what we're saying. Like we we have we obviously got big intentions, but then yeah. obviously the more we do, the bigger we're going to get, and mm. the more money involved. Hopefully, hopefully we work to something like that. But yeah. Well, what's beautiful here is I feel that we've we've somehow ended up within one week's time. We're going to have a meeting of potentially twenty of the top submission guys in Australia, which is quite exciting, you know, and it's it's not, everybody's not being brought in with money at this stage because mm-hmm. we're all just doing it for purely for glory yeah, exactly. and, and the competition of yeah. it, which is which is a beautiful thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that, especially, especially as I think grappling's becoming a thing where you could maybe make some money off a match. Mm-hmm. There's guys who are, not as interested in doing things if there's not big money. So it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of interesting, I think, to just watch uh, this group of guys all compete under one under one night. Like I, I think that's exciting, and then super fights on top of that. So mm-hmm. for the people that are listening who don't quite understand, can you guys kind of explain the way quintet works? So you know, obviously the the Japanese sort of started this out, and it's been relatively successful. But um, do you want to like kind of explain roughly the rules and the and the idea why it's different to a normal event? Yeah. So in for the quintet that um, they run in Japan, they have yes, the four teams of five guys. Um, and it's basically survival, def- like you know, one versus one. But if you if you win by submission, you stay you stay on, so you fight the next guy. But if it's so it's yeah, sub only. So if you if it's a draw, then both guys are eliminated, and the next guy comes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, bit different that like we're doing is we're allowing all submissions in the yeah. Japanese version there was like no heel hooks and was, uh, so. I think that's very important I think that's really if we want to talk about pure submission grappling let's just see who are the best guys um, without the kimono on I think it's unfair to give too many rules mm-hmm. obviously you know we, we don't want to be complete savages it's not there's no striking and there's no grabbing people on the balls or anything like that but Really, outside of that, there shouldn't be too many illegal techniques other than, you know, grabbing individual fingers or anything crazy like that. So, I take my hat off. I was happy you did that. And I think um, that's something the Japanese promotion should do. I think they just don't do it because they're not as good at it and they didn't want, you know, guys like Craig Jones coming in submitting everyone. Well, I think, like, you see that with, like, tournaments and comps these days as well. Like, the more of the guys are looking for that sub-only style, mm-hmm. it's more real. It's more, I don't, yeah. know, I don't mean to say, like, a street fight. It's more, it, it is more realistic, I think. Yeah, the more the more. I like to use the word pure. I just find it it's yeah. more pure. You know, yeah. it's it's um, it's very pure because there's not a whole bunch of rules. Uh, you know, one of the things that drives me crazy, and it drives probably most people listening crazy, is this rule that the federation have of called reaping. It's like there's you put your legs in a particular shape, and we're going to disqualify mm. you, and that makes no sense at all. When we're doing a sport where we're trying to strangle and break each other's joints. But if I move my leg in a particular position, you're going to disqualify me. It just doesn't make sense. So Mm. I feel like this is just a lot more pure. It's just kind of like we're going to let you go at it and see who's the better grappler. Well, I think, like like I said, we're coming from more of a, we want to make it more of a spectacle, more of a show, and that lends to that as well. Exciting. Yeah, you don't want to see guys stalling in a gi. It's 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 not going to sell tickets. I mean, and it's not going to get a crowd in, you know? I mean, that's been proven now. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's not, uh, I'm not not here uh, hating on the gi. There's, there's, it's a, it's a it's a great sport. It's um there's some fantastic players out there. It's all that's all great, but I think we've realised as a as a general rule when it comes to spectators they find that boring, and as a jiu-jitsu black belt 
I can. I find it boring watching did, just did your you average watch, match. Did you watch that one, Spider, in Korea? It was that the one with the big fight just recently with the Brazilian? No, that that was the Brazilian one. But oh, there's, okay. There's no. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's uh, they have this one in Korea called Spider. I've heard of Spider, but I haven't haven't watched uh, it. No. Yeah, it's a gay one, and uh, I, I watched the last one just out of you know, you know, interest and to see how they do things and. It was. I nearly fell asleep. Yeah. It was. Uh... And that's coming from guys. You're you're brown belt. I'm a black belt. Um, Matt's a blue belt, but he's maybe beyond his years as far as experience. But um... yeah, and I, I, yeah, I wanted to watch it as well because that Levi was on it. You know, yep. Levi's. You know, he's just won pans. Yeah, he's like, fantastic. Insane. Yeah. So, so he he was. I think he was the only one that was exciting. Like he was every, having a go. Everything else was all the other matches. I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, and, and and it's it's a martial art, and it's a sport that we're all very passionate about. And then we watch the the what's you know kind of inverted commas the the elite level, and you think Jesus, like what they're doing is most definitely skillful. It's not taking away from the skills, but if we if we want if anyone wants to make any money or you want it to become bigger than what it is, it's got to be interesting for people. Like the amount of people that watch tennis, nobody plays tennis, but everyone watches tennis. <laughs> You know, they've somehow managed to make it interesting, make you invested in the people. You know, old ladies that have never hit a tennis ball in their life will watch every tennis match. Well, yeah, like I said, that's I'm looking for that as well. You want the exciting... I'm obviously coming from what I'm doing filming-wise. I want the best, the most exciting subs. I want flips. I want heel hooks. I want crazy arm bars. And sometimes when you're in the gi, you're going to get guys that stall, especially around the same weight. Mm-hmm. You're going to get guys that stall. It's just... Yeah. I think I think the no-gi thing is just going to lend to... Yeah. More exciting few, fights. There was a few stalling matches at that um, the last subversion in the gi, wasn't there? Yeah. So, so for those listening um, that weren't there for Road to Subversion One, the quintet portion of the uh, event was were gi matches. So it was purple belts was the was the uh, skill level, and it was in the gi. So yeah, I mean, I, I kind of thought that would happen because the way the rules are, if um you know if we stall each other out, we both yes, my team doesn't progress as far as. I get a win against you, but I also don't lose. So I think for some guys, they were more interested in not losing than they were maybe trying to win. That that might be the case. I'm not saying that's what everyone's mindset was, but yeah, it was. A, it was yeah. I don't know. It was like two or three matches where it was just like, yeah. I think it's easy on. for that to happen in the gi too. You know, full guard yeah. happens, and both guys kind of don't really want to put something out there where they might get caught. And for you know, so that's the. I mean, this next one, I don't think we're going to see that as much. We've got all levels, so we've got. Um, I don't know if any team's going to have a white belt, but they'll probably be blue belt and above, up to black belt. There's a lot of black belts in this in this in this uh, team of twenty people, and um, you know six minute matches. And I think we all, uh, uh, for those listening, I'm going to be competing as well. So I'm speaking saying we as in someone who's going to be going at this. Um, I know that I want to get in there and submit guys. I don't want to just stall a match out and go, oh yeah, I didn't get submitted in front of people. Uh, I want to want to go in there and try and make it exciting and win. Mm. And like, you, you, if you've seen the videos leading up to it, like I've been going around to the gyms and yeah. interviewing yeah, most fantastic. of the guys before. Everyone is saying the same thing. Good, There's, yeah, they're Good. all looking for a finish there, and they're all yeah, exciting awesome. guys. Yeah, they're going to look for something. Yeah, they're going to look for something big. Yeah. They want to show off. Yeah, they've seen the highlights video. They want to make the highlights video for the next one. And yeah. but we're all the same type of people as well. I think we we're we're happy to go out on our shield as long as mm. we went out there and, and mm, went probably. and we went at it rather than um. Mm-hmm. having our egos to a point where we're terrified of maybe getting submitted so we do nothing to make sure. It's much easier to not get submitted if you're trying not to get submitted. Um, when you open up, obviously, that's when there's a potential for it, but there's also a potential for, for you know, beautiful things to happen. So um, this is exciting. So let's not hold people off too much longer. What, who are the four teams? Tell us about it, George. Tell us. So, well, uh, Gracie Umaita, uh, we've got Sammy Backey. He's, he hasn't told me 
officially who his guys are yet, but when I was um, decided. Yeah, yeah, they might have not decided, but then we've got. So the so the what I'm hearing about the Humada team is that's. It's not just going to be Savvy's branch, who is Humada Bankstown. All they're going to all, all the Gracie yeah. Humadas. They're going to come together with their yeah. best five guys, which yeah. is you know that's I mean alone that, that, that there's a big pool of people to choose from. Yeah, well that's what they were saying to me when I was there. Like the, for the first subversion with the, the purple belts thing, they had like a little internal comp. They had uh, what is it Bankstown? It's Castle Hill. I think it's Parramatta, and they all mm-hmm. had a, like a little fight off, and they all had three fights each. The the best guys, the best five guys in the day, actually qualified for the team. Uh, he, he, when I was there, he wasn't sure if he was doing the same thing, but yeah. like Dana White famously said on the Ultimate Fighter, you don't vote him off, you got to beat him off. <laughs> and I think uh, he didn't think that through. Probably he didn't either. think that through. <laughs> <laughs> All the guys laughing. That was fantastic. Even Dana found that funny. Yeah, so Hamada, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Sammy Backy's been winning. We were talking about this before yeah. the, the the podcast. Sammy Backy's been winning everything he's put his hands on lately. Yeah, he's, he's got. Uh, gold in Queensland, yeah. uh, ADCC just before, um, yeah, killer, killer. Yeah. You know he's yeah he's 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 in there with the heel hooks and stuff now as well. So yeah, and Sammy's an exciting guy. He doesn't go into matches looking yeah, to looking to stall. He yeah. looks to try and finish him. So I'm I'm excited to see yeah. uh, if his team follows the same vein as him. Uh, you know they should put on some good matches. And then there's uh, there's a big team coming down. Well, it's from all over it's a put together team uh, Judd Harry's team Skunk Works which consists of Fabio Galeb from Queensland also Pasha Stolia from Queensland you've got um, Harry Kimura uh, who's the Saba yeah, Rob Saba and then yeah the one guy's pulled out we won't name who that is <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, he's got to find a replacement for that so so it's a team of nobodies, no yeah. one that I recognise. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. That's a that's a monster team yeah. they put together. That's um, you know, um, Fabio. Maybe some guys don't know Fabio. He he used to be based in Sydney. Obviously, came from Brazil. Big Brazilian dude. Um, fought MMA, so he's you know he's an experienced competitor. He's not scared of anybody or anything. Um, super game. Back in the day, he actually fought Hector Lombard in MMA. I don't know if you guys knew that, but you know, his game, like Fabio's game. Um, big black belt. I don't know what is he like a second or third degree black belt. Maybe he's. I think he's been a black belt for a long time now. Yeah, long time. Um, hasn't been on the competition scene much lately. I know he's it's got funny, his own school up in. The funny thing is, he's doing a super fight the night before. Oh. And then he's flying down. Really. He's doing. So two, he's going from nothing to. He's doing two doing, super fights in the weekend. What's the yeah. other one? Do you know? You don't want to push um, someone. Else to what's he doing? I don't there? know. It's someone. It's another one in Queensland. In Queensland. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Well, he's going to be ready to go. Yeah, so. Hopefully, he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. So he's, got he's, he's actually fighting that Euros. Oh, it's right? in the gear, in I think. Gear, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. That may be a bit of a dull affair. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but hey, maybe they go at it. Yeah. Who, know, who knows? Then you've got um, who was the second guy? Pasha Stoller. He might be. Yeah. He might be. Jeez, uh, I haven't seen that guy lose much lately. I mean, he's um, he was on that Boa card that I was talking to you about. He went against um, Tiago Stefanuti, who's the I think he's the absolute head coach, maybe. Yeah. Um, he beat Thiago, didn't submit him, but like put some put some put leg some, locks on him yeah. that I thought maybe popped him, and he he was really. I I think he might be one of the best black belts on the scene at the moment. Submission grappling, he's a he's a first degree black belt from Queensland. Yeah. Super game competitor, big strong guy. Um, he actually beat Semi Backy at the uh, ADCC. Uh, no. 
What did he beat? Oh, it was the Newcastle Open. They ran a submission grappling yeah, one there, yeah. and he beat him there in the final. So, uh, Stoller's going to be trouble for anyone. Yeah. So that's going to be yeah. interesting. Well, what I think, what I think is exciting is seeing Harry come back. Like mm. no one's seen him yeah. compete for, I don't know what, yeah. six to nine months. Yeah, it's been a while since I think he had he blew out his knee or something. So. We've seen him training on Instagram with Josh Barnett and things mm. like that in America. He's just got back. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he's like yep. after. Yeah. Well, he's a guy I know well. I have um, kind of hate you, Harry, if you listen to this. But no, I'm only joking. <laughs> if it wasn't for Harry, I'd have a lot more gold medals in my closet at home. Uh, there's a lot of silver medals because of Harry. I um, I think we've competed maybe seven times, and he's he's definitely given me a hard time for about six of those. Um, it's funny, we competed against each other. Back in the day, there was a, it was before submission grappling was getting popular, and there was a gra- it was called Grappler's Gold. It was this really weird comp, and the guy that to win if you win the tournament, you want you got an ounce of gold. It was really odd. We're like, what the fucking ounce of gold? Like, what an unusual way to win! But an ounce of gold still was worth like fifteen hundred bucks. Maybe it's I like, should start doing that. Doing it, hey, awesome. Jesus Christ! I mean, that's bars of gold. Yeah, I'll take a bar. <laughs> um, and uh, no one knew who Harry Kamora was. I no one knew who I was. We actually got each other in the fir- in the first bracket. And um, I managed to snatch a uh, little straight ankle lock on him, but you know I think Harry was much much greener then. And um, and then since then, yeah, he's he's given me nightmares with Kimoras. So he's a guy who's given everyone else nightmares with Kimoras also. So, but yes, Bluey's um patella tendon from my understanding. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes back from that. Yeah. And then Saba, yeah, Rob Saba, the, the forever, yeah, yeah, always exciting, like super game. He's like a he's like a pit bull you don't want near your children, isn't he? Yeah. He's he's just gonna. <clears throat> bite the head off anyone he sees and he's like that in comp you know like and that's what i like about rob he's he competes all the time he might be one of the busiest black belts as far as submission grappling comps he'll compete against anyone he won't only compete against guys his belt um he, and that's and that can be tricky as a black belt he's just yeah yeah and and if you give him if you give him an an inch he'll jump on something and and he's got bad intentions he'll 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 try and hurt you. So, um, you know that team is. Yeah, well, that, that's what I was saying before the podcast as well. I was saying like he he'll go for something, he'll throw it on. If he doesn't get it, he's so quick to just go to a back or go to like go to mount. Or, like, mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't get it first go, he's going to transition to something sweet. Like, you find some guys that might fall off and struggle with something afterwards. But and then the, what I'm thinking as well is with uh, whoever it was that pulled out, they're going to need to find a smaller guy. Just wondering who it's going to be coming. So this is the interesting thing. Three big dudes. Yeah, what we haven't talked about yet for the people listening. The way the quintet tournament works is, it's not just any five grapplers. You can't just come up with whoever you like. It um, there's a weight limit of 430 kilos. So between your five grapplers, you can't just stack five super big ultra heavyweights and just look to use the size advantage. And the interesting thing about this team we're talking about currently. Is that uh, got three massive they got three big guys, they got three big guys, and they got mm-hmm. one small guy in Rob. So when the third, when the fourth, fifth guy is chosen, oh if, sorry, yeah, I've just slipped my mind. It's Hayden, isn't it? It's Hayden. Hayden Lineby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Hayden's a guy we we're talking about. We see him on the local scene. He's a, a aggressive purple belt. Um, Hayden, from just me, I've only seen him in a few tournaments. He's a big, muscly guy. I'd probably put him around the eighty-five kilo mark. Yeah, so he was another one that won won gold. Last the other week in Queensland as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the in the, in the specialist. Uh, yeah, the the pro division. In the pro beat, division. Um, yeah, beat some decent guys. Really? Yeah. Wow. So. Good on him. Yeah, he's a, he's a good grappler. Um, he's aggressive. He, he's he's strong. He's he's good on the legs. 
um, what what I'm interested in coming, you know, come up to next uh, Sunday for this this competition is does that team make weight? And uh, you know, it's it's a it's a combat sport. We all compete under weight divisions, and it's going to be interesting. And and look, I I hope the guys make weight. I don't want um, you know, I don't want there to be any controversy in regards to weight. But that's a big team. They're going to be on the weight limit, so that's going to be interesting. There's another subplot to itself there. You know? Well, I wonder if that's going to be, are they going to have a six guy waiting in the wings to take over? Can they do that? Or do they have to cut a guy, do you know? It's, um, I think it's going to be, yes, you're going to have to sacrifice one, one guy. So once you put in your five, that's it. Yeah. So you, you name your five, Wayne's happen. You come in at 440 <coughs> kilos for all intensive purposes. You, um, we were talking about this before. It, it, do you think the fair thing is that you have to lose your largest opponent? Otherwise, you could kind of choose your smallest guy and you've still got a big team. Like, what what do you think is the... Um, I mean, you're already starting down one, which is a pretty big disadvantage, yeah. but you might go, look, if I've got some big, strong guys, we might be able to catch that up. Mm. It's kind of tricky, isn't it? Like, It is a way to game the system, I guess. If I suppose. They just, they just sacrifice their smaller guy. Yeah, and not saying that's what they're doing whatsoever. <laughs> no, no, I'm just no, saying, no. like... Uh, I suppose we, we we've got to think of all we've got to think of all possibilities, don't we? Like coming from an event mm. side, we've got to make sure that think, guys yeah, follow rules and. I think they'll be alright. I think. Heck, I hope they. I, they, I, hope they, I yeah. think they put Willis. Oh, I've just, oh. I've just mentioned him now. The guy that pulled out. Um, I think they put Willis down at like 80, 83 kilos or something. Yep. And um, so I know Hayden's lighter than that. So oh really? Yeah. Really. Hayden's under seventy seven. So. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. So I think they'll. Be, I think okay, they'll be, that surprised me. I thought Hayden was heavy in that. Yeah, uh, that last yeah, odd sub he competed in the under eighty five. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, look. Yeah. yeah, yeah hey, maybe they come in right on the dot, and we've got no problems, yeah. and 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 you've got these team of monsters, and 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 if they do, that's all power to them. That's clever. That's. I think the rest of the teams. I, I don't know the overall size of the Humada team, but kind of knowing the guys in my team and the um. In the absolute team, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to be pushing the weight divisions whatsoever. So. There will be interesting to see how that unfolds. So who we got next, George? Yeah, then the, the absolute team. We've got Mikhail, we've got Lachlan Warren, uh, James Walters, Jeremy Skinner, and Matt McGuinness, I think. Okay, the absolute yeah. Absolute team, yeah. All, all guys I'm familiar with as well, mm-hmm. you know, seeing compete fairly regularly. So. I mean, just on namesake alone, yeah. there's a certain names. amount for those, well, just on even the namesake of their academy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Australian grappling really has been put on the map in recent times, especially submission grappling, I should say, mm. purely because of one man. I mean, Kit Dale did very well, and Kit actually happens mm. to be out of the same gym. But you've got Craig Jones, who's, um, <clears throat> you know, absolutely got a bunch of really good guys. But mm. Craig Jones is clearly, he's the man in Australian submission grappling. Like, he's he's taking out world champions. Mm. That, that guy's just unbelievable. He's also the epitome of a finisher, isn't he? Like he he's always he's going a, for something. Yes. He's, he, he's he doesn't the, stall. What I what I like to call him is that he's the epitome of a big game hunter. There's so many guys in academies that are good. There's guys at Henzo's who are as good or better. But on game day, Craig Jones is just a motherfucker. He, no matter what, he turns up. And you can put him on a plane and fly him to Japan and then bring him back to New York. And he's gonna no matter what, he's going to go out there and compete. And that's that alone, I mean, for people listening, um, as a coach, that's something that is like, more important than a guy who even learns well because like I can maybe work with a guy who doesn't learn as well and push him through if he's a big game hunter like that and he can come on the day prepared uh, and, and just put his A game straight into practice with no jitters like that's unbelievable yeah we nearly nearly had um, for Osab only super match 
Mm. Craig Jones versus Yuri Samos. Yeah, that would have been. You know, like it had, it was so, it pants. was so close. Like Craig was locked in, and uh, I was just, just negotiating with Yuri because he's over here. You know, he's over. Yep, he's over he at the same be, time. So I was like, yep. perfect. We can, yep. we can do this also. And um, yeah, just I just couldn't get him under that. Yeah, yeah it's tricky, isn't it? Like I mean, he's a multiple time ADCC champion, world champion. He, he's got his numbers, and he probably just sticks yeah. to them. But uh, that's a shame, isn't it? Oh, it would have been it would have been the biggest match ever on Australian yep. soil, wouldn't it? Yep. For Smashing Rapids. Hundred percent. If anyone's out there listening who wants to take that on board, you can jump on that and throw some money at that. <laughs> yeah, let's get it happening. <laughs> but yeah, obviously the absolute guys. Yeah, Craig's not in the team, but the yeah. guys that are in the subversion team, they're training with that guy day yes. in day out when he's yep. in the country. They're obviously going to be the same. They're mm-hmm. going to be pushed by him, so yep. their, their level is going to be up there with him. And the other thing that we're kind of forgetting there. Is a guy called Lachlan Giles, and mm-hmm. Lachlan's not in the team, from my understanding. No. But Lachlan, um, and this this is me, who's in the game, who's a student of the game, who's a who's a coach. And my goal is to be the best, not just the best competitor, but to try and be the best coach with the best team. That's what I. That's what kind of motivates me. And I have to take my hat off right now. Lachlan Giles is the best coach in Australia. He his understanding of the game is phenomenal. He he's got he's got a disproportionate amount of really high level guys and that's not accidental it's because of what he's doing um you know it's easy to have one or two guys who are just sporadically good we've all seen it from academies where it doesn't even make sense you're like how how the fuck's that guy winning everything it doesn't make sense he's from you know abc karate school how the fuck is he winning all this shit it doesn't make any sense but um you know they do but but from my measure of a really good coach is can he replicate that across numerous students and and that's what lachlan does so um yeah. I'll be respecting that team and, and I know a few of the guys and, and Jeremy Skinner is you know I tell anyone that'll listen he's the next big thing at lightweight for Australian submission grappling so and Jeremy's doing it as a professional now so you know yeah. well obviously from a technical standpoint I think that's the, the matchup matchups that I'm looking forward to most is you guys SWMA and Absolute both league, massive leg lock guys Technical guys, I think I think that's going to be the most fun matchups, and yeah. that leads us to your team, Luke. Yes, are you, are you going to tell us who's on the team? We know we know well, there's you. We I'll know tell there's... you. I'll tell you what I know. So yeah, the Sydney West Martial Arts team. Um, George was was kind enough to ask us to put a team into this, and I was more than happy to. This is right down our alley. Um, we're we're a homegrown team. Okay, there's one of our grapplers who he, he hasn't been with me from the beginning, but he comes and trains with us every week, and. Um, you know, and then outside of him, they're all just directly my students, and and that's not like I'm just plugging together something the best I can do. I legitimately could. I've got spare guys waiting that I feel bad that I can't put in this team. So I actually haven't kind of 100% locked it down yet. But um, at this stage, uh, you know, bar any catastrophic injury, uh, I'll be I'll be um, the team captain. So I'll be running the ball up, and and once again, I'm I'm trying to do that as much as I can for my guys and for my academy and. And to kind of just prove and, and lead from the front. So, and I think really good academies that tends to happen a fair bit. If the coach is a young guy who's in his prime, you should see him out there competing. And that's kind of like I, I carry that on my shoulders. Like Lachlan's a perfect example, and Craig, that they're out there doing it and they're putting themselves on the line. And yes, you 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 may take a loss in front of your students. I'm not saying that's what my intention is, but you, that can happen, and that stops a lot of guys from doing it. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm not letting that slow me down. I'm there's, I'm getting out there's there. There's only there's only a handful of coaches you know like on the scene that are yeah. still competing there's yeah. a, there's very and and let's uh let me clarify that there's plenty of good coaches who used to compete and maybe they're a yeah. little older now yeah. and they're not i'm not holding anything um 
But I think I think to have that credibility, I think at some stage for you to have competed at a good level is definitely something that helps your team and helps your overall credibility. But you know, each to each their own. Um, and then my my second guy is uh, Ethan Thomas. So people that don't know Ethan, he's a he's a bit of a quiet quiet guy. You don't see him on the scene all over the place. But if if you watch the scene, you know how good this guy is. He um, in the gee has done phenomenally over the years. He was a Baja product. He was one of their ambassadors. And um, he actually received his black belt last year. I want to say last year. Yeah, in the last year. And um, so he's a jiu-jitsu black belt, same as myself. And uh, probably one of the most difficult guys to submit that I've wrestled with. Um, you know, outside of like Gary Tone and Gordon Ryan, Jason Rao, outside of like, you know, we're talking like top top grapplers in the world. Ethan's right there as far as how hard he is to put away. And I mean, a perfect example, Ethan... Um, the ADCC Nationals that George actually organised and ran in in Sydney uh, last May. May, yeah. May. Yeah. Yep. Um, double, Ethan double Ethan wandered in barely training. He wandered in and uh, took out the under eighty three division, uh, walking around about seventy eight kilos, and uh, took out that division. And then he went on to the open weight or the absolute, and then took out the absolute as well, which some is best, phenomenal. Best like we're talking so, big. Yeah. We're talking Harry Kimura. We're talking Euros, the big mm. Serbian. Who they unpacked out of a crate from Serbia and is just you know kicking ass everywhere. I think Pasha was Pasha in that team too. Oh, yeah, Pasha, but he didn't. Sorry, but he didn't get uh, matched up with Pasha that day. Pasha was on the other side of the draw. Um, from my understanding, Pasha went against one of my guys and um, was on the different oh, side yeah. of the draw. But uh, man, yeah, he's an absolute monster. Yeah, for, especially for his size. For, yeah, for his size. Um, you know, he he had that eighty minute match at uh, Oz Sub um, eight, in yeah. your last eight man tournament that you had. He went through to the final, submitting all his guys, and then. Um, had an 80 minute match with Bob who he was well and truly outsized to and um, it was only stopped probably just due to sheer exhaustion in the end of it so um, you know just phenomenal stuff yeah, so yeah. Yeah, Ethan if you're listening yes, it's uh, blame Matt he keeps putting that footage of you getting really naked choked yeah. in, all the, in all the videos I've tried, so. to talk, I've tried to talk to the guys about it they don't want to hear it here we go it's a bit of an inside joke. The, the boys used uh, some footage. After that 80-minute battle, they then um, showed homage to uh, Ethan's efforts by putting up his face getting choked on the uh, next poster. So Yeah, well, I, I didn't take it as poking fun or anything. I no. just thought it was an amazing <laughs> shot that you wanted to put out there. You that's, so the artist, that's the artist exactly, in Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. It's just such an amazing shot, well-composed, beautiful lighting. You just went, yeah, let's go that, with it. that match, you could, <coughs> it was unbelievable. 18 minutes, like, non-stop, like... <coughs> It just shows you some of the, yeah. This shows you the dedication of these blokes. Like, oh, and and like the 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 stubbornness of of both of those yeah. gentlemen that day. Like, yeah. me included, I would have changed my tactic about ten minutes in. Mm. I would not have continued to butt heads like two <laughs> fucking rams. And they both did that mm. on repeat until just physically mm. the size advantage that Bob had and Bob's immense skill. Um, you know, just ended up in the in the end paying out. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I was filming that, I was running out of memory card um, yeah. space on the memory card, so I'd film for a minute, delete, then film again mm. for a minute, nothing happened. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. So, <laughs> there might be some cool parts in that that I missed, but to get the finish out, yeah, that's what I had to do. Look, I had to sit there and coach through that. No one wants to have to go sit through that again. I think we can keep that one in the archives. So yeah, so it's myself, Ethan Thomas, who um, you know, I think that's a strong start to a team there, most definitely. Um, we're both guys going to come out and, and go to work. Um, we both trained at Henzo's a bit, so I think we can sort of bring a little bit of that Henzo Gracie Danaher flair to to the tournament. Um, and then and then I've got three spots that I'll be choosing uh, across my best grapplers. And I mean, every coach is going to say this, so it's you know it's not even, I won't talk about it too much. But you know, I really I really have a lot of confidence in my guys. I regularly make my guys compete 
in the specialist or advanced divisions. I never allow them. If they're a blue belt and above, they're competing in those divisions. They're not down in the advanced beating up guys who just got their white belt. They're going in there and, and going against black belts and brown belts and, and really good purple belts. So it's sort of some of these young guys are like beyond their years. Like I was nowhere near their skill level at that belt level. And they terrify me and they tap me in the gym. So I've got a couple of guys there that are coming through and, and we'll name them obviously getting closer to the tournament, but I'm, I'm quite excited to, to to put our team forward. Mm. Well, obviously, you, you've got some names or ideas in your head, but how, yep. like coming from your side of things, how mm. do you decide who's going to be first, who's going to be second, yes. what order are you going in? Because yes. you don't know what the other teams are doing. What, yep. So what's, uh, I don't know if you want to go into that and nah. give, give, or give anything away. Yeah, but. I love the question. And um, I actually spent time talking to Jason Rowell today on, um, on FaceTime, talking to him about this exact question. And um, there's definitely more tactics to it than maybe I had initially considered. And we talked about some of the considerations and some of the tactics. And um, But I'm not willing to give away my numbers. Uh, I, I'll be keeping that to my chest until we step on the mat. And um, George apparently is going to be locking. He's going to he's going to be given the paper and he's going to put them in his mouth so no one can read it. He's going to hold them in his mouth. And he's going to pull them out and call them as they're uh, under my gooch. As he's going to put it, yeah, put it wherever he's got to put it, somewhere that people don't want to go. And uh, I, I think that's important. Sorry, Mikhail, don't come looking at the <laughs> around. Mikhail might be after it. I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be half the fun as well. It's not a tournament where you look at the brackets and go, okay, we have got this guy. Let's prepare for him. I'm looking at a team. And going, yep, I think we've got this team and I think we're going to go together. But but uh, as far as the makeup, it's like, who who could we get? And um, the beauty is we won't know. We're going to pick orders randomly and we're going to see how the chips fall. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's crazy because, you know, like say you're on a one-on-one tournament, you could be paired up with some guy, you know, nine times out of ten they could beat you. You could beat them, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But then this, however you set your team up, it, it can dictate the whole, you know, the whole fight. Yeah, what one fight can change the whole thing? You know what I mean? Oh, of course. And because, any different, yeah. any different combination yes. changes the whole outcome. You might, because because the things to consider, right, is um, you have a guy who maybe isn't the best offensive submission guy, but he's really hard to submit. And if you use him in a correct spot, he might either stop some hemorrhaging that's happening, or uh, you you know what I'm saying. Or you might have a guy who's just a submission machine, but he's like a hand grenade. Sometimes he blows up in your own face. And he's either going to go out there and give you a win or he's going to give them a win. And now we're one down or we're one up. And that's exciting. I think if the crowd and the people watching understand maybe more of the um, tactics behind it and, and how it could go together and then appreciate what's happening on the mat, I think that makes it more exciting than maybe other tournaments are because I said this from the beginning, we're going there as a team as opposed to going in there as individual grapplers. Even though we, you know, everyone goes to their tournament as their team, you've got your club shirt on and we're all backing each other, but... But but you lose your match. It's like it was on you. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, I lost it. But but I lose my match here. I'm like, I just fucked up my four buddies that we're trying so hard to do this. So it's a different vibe, and it's it's exciting. Yeah, you know when when started subversion, and you know, at first, I was I wasn't a a fan of the quintet. I, was, mm-hmm. I think it's just most because it was just new and I didn't understand it and didn't really. I also like, think they like, Jap- the Japanese haven't got it right. I was just, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh no, bit bit random. But and then, and then I started just getting the messages. You know, people were just sending me messages. Do Quintet, do Quintet. I think it was me that started it, wasn't it? I watched your Uriah Faber one. Yeah, and then um, I was like, oh, okay, I, I'll, I'll put up an Instagram poll, and uh, see see you know what see what people say, and it was just like. 90% some, uh, quintet, quintet, 10% yep. like, super uh, yeah, super fast. I was like, oh damn, okay, I've got to, I've got to do this now because yeah. everyone's asked for it. But now, and then since then, I, I just, I was like, right, okay, I've got to, 
I've got to understand what's going on here. So mm. start, start. You know, it's all on. If you, it's all on UFC. Is it on? Fight yeah, pass. yeah. It's all on. It's on uh, pass, so I started pass. watching it on UFC Fight Pass, and I was like, you know, this this is kind of interesting. Actually, this is pretty cool. Like, Especially, you can make it a show. You can make yeah. it, and that's half the thing. Mm. It's got to be interesting. You got to you got to do a walkout, and there's music, yeah, and there's I bring the teams out, and they face off. Like it's 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 interesting. It, it gets people involved. It's it's nearly. I mean, this, I'm not trying to compare it to it, but it's like that idea with the gladiators, right? The idea is that it was a spectacle, not just mm. two guys fighting. Mm. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking for the same thing. We we stuffed up on the first one because we didn't actually get the five like five guys from each team standing on the mat. I wanted a picture of that, so we'll make sure we get that right this time. But yeah, it's about if people don't turn up and they don't hear about it, they watch the video, they yeah. come to the next one. It, it, yeah, it looks exciting as hell. And yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like jujitsu, as we know, is very tribal, um, nearly nearly to a detriment. To the point where you, you know, we're all us three of us are all from different gyms, but we're we're getting along perfectly well. But there's some places that literally won't talk to people from other gyms, and it's very tribal. And this plays on this actually plays on that. It's like you're going to get your little tribe of people. You're going to have three other guys that are going to get their tribe of people too, and you're going to get to go at it as a. I mean, it's very. Again, I'm I'm dramatizing, but it's very warlike. Do you, do you, find, you know, it's, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you find now, like nowadays? Hmm. With with submission grappling, more compared to the jiu-jitsu and IBJF scene, mm-hmm. that the teams are more more relaxed with that sort of stuff. Everyone sort of just gets along and hangs out. They cross train. I think just, <clears throat> just, I know. think there's less. There might be a little less ego. I think guys are just now. There's a lot of purity to it. Where we just want to see who the best guys are, and we want to see the best guys go at it, and then we want to see a different matchup where you see one guy he fires in a comp. You're like, oh shit, there's a new guy. I wonder what what if one of their guys go. And that's exciting. Rather than this, like we hate those guys, and then the match is on, and we're yelling abuse. And there's none of that. Like, um, and I don't think there's a need for that. I think the two guys on the mat can can settle that. And um, you know, Gordon Ryan, for instance, has shown that uh, if you can push the social media side and get people emotionally invested, obviously it's going to make a huge difference. So I've got no problems with that if there is a reason for it. So let's say, let's say the two of us shit talk each other. And it sells a thousand tickets. It makes it more sub- viable for the promoter and for the individuals. And the promoter can put on a better show for the for, for the people watching. Then it makes sense. But if it's just two guys abusing each other for no reason, you're both not even. I mean, half the time at these federation comps, you know, you're competing for a little medal. Mm. Like it's, it's not even. There's not even money on the line. It's, it's like why? Why is it this? Some of these guys are acting like it's the end of the world. So, you know, I think I think there's. Good and bad side to that. I don't think you should just do it for the sake of it. I think it should should be it should be natural and it should be you know for a reason. That's right. Yeah. yeah. There's there's still yeah there's still them clubs out there that are like yeah you know we hate these guys. Well, it's a generational thing. I think as yeah. time as maybe those people move on, that slowly that hatred kind of breeds out and you know it probably just becomes a little more open and we we just realise that let's just go at it, let's just compete. But you know it, again, it's a tribal thing. Yeah. yeah. It's my techniques against your techniques. It's my coach's tech. It's my coach's ideas and philosophies against your coach's ideas and, and philosophies. And it's very easy as humans. We we love to take sides and we love to battle. And I mean, you look at social media. It doesn't matter what it is. You go to the comments section and there's half of them abusing <laughs> the other half, and they they don't even believe in what they're talking about. But that's just how we are. So I mean, I think there's always going to be that. I think it just needs to be kept within good nature to an extent. There shouldn't be physical altercations between people in the crowd, especially when there's families and kids. And you know, as a gym owner, like. It's and there's guys good, around you. No, it? well, we know how positive this is. We've got kids. I, I teach, you know, I just taught 30, what did I teach? About 45 kids tonight. Little kids from 4 through to 15. And and if I if I knew that some of them were getting physical altercations with someone else at a jiu-jitsu comp, I would absolutely tear them a new asshole. Mm. Mm. 
No, that's an awesome thing that you that you do. But like you see at the last comp that we that George put on as well, the Sydney Cup BJJ saw the same thing. Everyone was not, not super chill, but once the match was over, sportsmanship yep. was just on on show, shaking hands, cuddling. There was no animosity. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. I even had people after, after like afterwards saying the same thing. Yeah, just like I can't believe how how well the guys. Obviously, everyone, someone's going to lose, someone's going to win, mm-hmm. and no one was too cocky. No one was showboating. No one was. Yeah. I think I think it's good to breed that into the con- into the well, into the gym. <clears throat> I totally agree because let's think about this. Let's say you're not from a big team. Let's say you're not from a big team that has a hundred supporters there that day, all wearing the same color T-shirt, and and you've got that whole team, you know, after your blood, and you're a, you're a ten year old boy competing against one of their ten year old boys, and and I listen to some of these um, supporters and and especially some of the parents, and oh, I'm like God, I'm like guys. This is not. We're not. We're not no. doing the right thing here. Let the kids grapple. How they grapple is not going to change you screaming at everybody. Um, but look, I don't want to get caught up on the negative. There's so many beautiful things about yeah. this, and we're talking about we're talking about quintet. Let's yeah. not yeah. let's not get yeah. that. Also, we should mention the, the so, awesome super, super fights. Super, yeah, super tell matches. us. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I think there's in the like the featherweights. We got Hassan Hassan Razak. He's from Legacy versus Varun. Can't pronounce his last name. From uh, I think he trains mostly at open sparring now. Varun. So yeah, they're both both young guys. Um, love the Birimbolo. So it'll be that'll be a good one to watch. It's the, a gay match, I'm assuming. Gay match. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both guys. Pajamas and inversions on that one. Literally, all they do is Birimbolos, yep. back to eight, so. mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be a good one to cool. watch. Um, then we got got Tito. Tito's back again. Yeah, young Tito, the grappling phenom. The yeah. what is he now? Fifteen, sixteen. I feel like he never ages. He's fifteen every time I look at him. Seventeen next. Oh, so he's finally getting older. Like oh, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like no matter who he beats, then they're like, "There's that fifteen-year-old." You're like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure he's getting older," but you know, the kid's unbelievable. Tito's back. He's yeah. he's against uh, Matt Iena. I think that's his, how you pronounce his name from my BJJ. I was interested. How big's Matt? Is because I feel yeah. like Tito can sometimes use his his size and yeah, athleticism. Yeah. Is Matt going to be able to match him for size? Um, yeah, he from the from the photo he looked quite big. Um, okay. Pity Absley, his coach. Um, I think he. I'm pretty sure he said he was nearly 100 kilos. Okay. So. Yep. Uh, and he he beat Tito back when he was, you know, when he. Tito first started getting on the Back scene. Back when Tito was fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> so that would be a rematch. When was that ten years ago? Tito's yeah, he's pumped for that one. Um, then we've got we've got Tito's some... not like some of the other honours I know where he's actually twenty five, but his birth certificate <laughs> says that he's fifteen. Is it? Mm. Have we have we done a DNA check on this kid? He's, he seems <laughs> yeah, a bit. He's, he's twice he's, the size of me. You have to bring his birth certificate. I think we might have to make him support. I want to see this because well, oh, he's to... bigger and stronger than me and everyone else I've met. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not only the subs that you got to <laughs> love. Work. You Tito. Not, it's not just the subs you got to look out for. Like with the, when we're out talking to Sammy, hmm. he was worried we we're going to do it in a smaller area, and then there's a there's like a jit rock wall. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm not too sure if I can do it. He's like, I've seen Tito fight the way he rushes people. They're going to go through that wall. Yeah. I've got a mural <laughs> over the other side that cost me like six grand to paint. So he's like, I need yeah. to I need to think about the placement of this. He's got some power. I like Sammy's uh, entrepreneurial thoughts yeah, there. He's yeah, thinking about his right. mural. Exactly. Yeah. He's a smart man. And then we've got Keller Loxodi. Against uh, Yago Espinola, I think that's again. Right. I'm struggling with all these these Gee, names. No, Gee. Gee, yeah, and I'm also supposed to know Gee. No, no, no. Oh, sorry, Gee. Uh, Tito's well, will be no Gee, I assume. Tito's is no Gee. Mm-hmm. No, Varun and uh, Hassan are Gee, and then we got Keller and Yago. Yago's um, he's he hasn't been in the country too long. He's joined up with um, Garage, and okay, um, he's a guy. I think he's got a lot of international experience. What's Yago? Is he Brazilian? Yago. 
What what is he? He's Brazilian. Brazilian, or? yeah. Okay. Um, so that's that. I mean, Keller's a beast, but yeah, Keller's be... a jiu-jitsu and, and judo black belt. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. So that's that's gonna be a good. In match. the gi, that's a yeah. nightmare mix-up. Yeah. And then we got Alexandre hitting another legacy black belt versus Lucas. I don't remember. Yeah, that's gonna Lucas, be fun. The referee from the last one. Super master. Yeah, like yeah, both guys. Guy, both yeah. guys actually are both jacked. Yeah, and yeah. It's gonna be. Right. Maybe so, you make them compete gi, but with their yeah, shirts so off. So ladies, they might. Know, the ladies might like that. Like, that's, that's a Maybe make sure they tear down. their gi top open at the end of the match. <laughs> Both of them, no matter who wins. Um, and then is there anyone else trying to think? Oh, it was... Yeah, there's a guy, uh, Hayden Blake from Atos Canberra against Irion. Again, I'm, I struggle with these names. Yeah. Irion, I can't remember. Yeah, he's a Gracie Baja purple belt. They're both purple belts. Uh, they're doing a no-gi. Go no gear match. So. Just so you know, my my team doesn't have fancy names like any of these guys. They're all like John Smith. And... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I've just I've, I've been trying to post like I've only, I think only today I've got a couple of posts out with the guys. Yeah. Like I've, this this time around, I've been struggling to get the photos of the. Pic. I'm like, right, can you send me a quality photo? Make sure you take it on a decent camera. I know it might be hard, but you've got to get a decent camera against a blank wall. You know, so the designer can crop you out. Yeah, this is not. something that jiu-jitsu guys aren't good at is organisation. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, sweet. And then next minute they're like, mm. they're sending me like modelling shots like on the beach. <laughs> yeah. You know, photos taken. Photos taken with taken with Back like Nokia 3210s from yes. 20 years ago. I'm like, yes. man, fuck. Yes. But we got there. We're getting there. I've, yeah, I got two posts out today, and there should be some more. Yeah, get the other guys out there. Awesome. So, you know. You know, you guys want to be Insta famous? Get get your yeah. photos in, and post you up. So the other thing you guys have done, which is exciting, and we'll wrap this up soon because I don't know whether people want to hear us talk for too long about this, but I think um, obviously we're excited. But I'm hoping the people at the other end are interested. And, and, and guys, if you're listening to this, share it around and and um, let's let's get these type of things a little bit more interest and, and notoriety. I think that's how you become more emotionally invested mm-hmm. in it. Um, uh, where was I going with that? Uh, what was I about to say? I, lost I was track. just going to mention about. Tickets, if you want to get... Ah, uh, yes. If you, want to, if you can get tickets from Smooth Comp, um, they're $25. Not everyone's a, a, a member, or how do you say it? Yeah. And not everyone's signed up to Smooth Comp. Mm-hmm. So uh, do your best. Get get your tickets from there if you can. And if not, it's it's sure. actually 30 on the door. So sure do you, yeah, you can just you can register, register for Smooth Comp, and then it's You're free, and then you can just pay to get... Tickets, or right. if you're a member, I'll buy two females. Yeah, it oh, it's only individual, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I was going to say was, you guys are doing this uh, just very much like the UFC does their embedded. You guys have come out and done some filming and done your scout, um, scout, scout twin version, inversion scout. What's it called? Subversion, Subversion Scout. Yeah. Matt didn't like that. Name. Subversion <laughs> Scout. No, well, I don't want it. Like, Scout is a, a scout, like, for those that don't know, a scout's like someone you send ahead to get information. So it makes, yeah, yeah. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect it's sense. It's probably a British thing. It's because yeah, he's British. Pretty you know? much, mate. It sounds better with the accent. But That's I've how they it. took over the world, you see. They, they sent guys out and, and, and backshot everyone because they knew where they yeah. were. I heard, it, I heard it from a text. It just said, got a name, Subversion Scout. And I was like, mm, what about Subversion? Has he been drinking again? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's always drinking. But I, I said, More. Subversion Stories. And he just went, nah. Five minutes scout. later, there's a post, Subversion Scout. Yeah, hey, oh, hey geez, I'm, I'm, with on yeah. I'm with you on that one, George. I'm with you on that one. So what you're doing there, like uh, obviously Matt's skills, oh, uh, phenomenal level, skills. Yeah, like it's just beautiful the way it goes together. Little two-minute clips. And um, 
Hopefully, again, it just interests the people a little bit. The guys that are in it get a bit of screen time. Not that I think any of us are doing it for screen time, but if you are, I mean, we, still, you're kidding yourself. Builds, but yeah, hey. builds, builds it yeah, so, so shows, you that, know. shows that, you know, we're doing something legit. Yeah. Like, I think some half fast, you know, chuck up a couple of posts and that's it. You know, we're trying to definitely give, you know, give the guys exposure, build the interest and yeah. Event, yeah. I think like that's what I love about the way George runs his events. It's not about making cash; it's about growing the community. Like, mm-hmm. who else would put together these videos? Got, and, like, feed, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, but, but like, still, yeah, but here's the still, thing: there's... it's like anything. If you do it well and you just focus on the quality of your product, mm. the, the monetary side will come. Mm. I feel like any endeavor you take on, if you're just just trying to look for the dollars and cents in it, people see through that. Especially nowadays with everyone trying to make a dollar off everything. I think the way you're doing it's perfect. I think if you put the emphasis on what you're doing, the product itself becomes more valuable and, and you, you're, you're no longer like a sonic pair of headphones, you're a Bose, you know, like, and that's what you want to be. You, you always want to be yeah. the best in your market. So, and I think that's what you guys are doing. So, um, yeah. anything else you guys want to talk about well, before, we, before we wrap up? Hopefully the third, the third one, I think hopefully the third one is going to be in an actual venue, proper show. Mm. And then, Excuse me. Um, you know, sponsors. We're getting some sponsors on board. That you know, gonna pay some cash. And uh, hopefully, we can, yeah, the next you know the next one will be a decent prize pool. You know, so. And I think you know, if we do the quintet again, on the show, with big if there's big cash involved, you get bigger names. So mm-hmm. you know, you, you were talking about Jason Rao possibly coming yep. over. Yep. You know, and if you know people get wind of that. You know, yeah, it drags you, people out from you, the covers. You, you might, Lachlan might be in, yep. interested, or hundred percent. You know, guys are going to come out of the woodwork. For yeah, me, aren't they? Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, uh, Matt, anything from your end? Oh, I was just going to say, if there's any, like, we're always open for criticism or you know, compliments or you know, what, whatever compliments. there is. Mainly, Mainly we, we'd prefer compliments, but if you've uh, got anything, no, no dick pics, just to... yeah, all criticism, criticism, send them to Matt yeah. and dick pics, <laughs> yeah, and dick pics slide into George's DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Any, like anything you see that we could do better, send us in. We'll try and take it on board. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, George is doing it for the community. Yeah, he's not doing it for his back pocket, and it's it's all welcome. So. Thank you, gentlemen. I very much appreciate it. Um, real quick, just uh, give the guys your Instagram handle so they can find you if they're not already following you. Uh, subver- yes, yeah, subversion underscore jujitsu. I'm pretty, pretty sure it is. That was a little for, bit of a question mark, those eyebrows. Uh, uh, for the Instagram. Yep. Yeah, and then I think it's a subversion jujitsu on Facebook. Invitational on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and check that. Yeah, check the check the subversion scout videos that have come up there. Yeah, check them out. Sweet. And mine's uh, Instagram. It's mmink video. Um, and so m m m m i n c m m m m incorporated mmink video. Um, and then it's I think it's just mmink on Facebook. So awesome, I man. Double post everywhere. So whatever I put out, yeah. you'll see. Jujitsu related, not jujitsu related. Yep. Yeah. Give well, people, uh, I feel like your t- content's fantastic. So keep it going. Um, if you want to follow uh, my academy guys, it's Sydney West Martial Arts, or one word. We're on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, if you want to follow me, I don't put a lot on Instagram. I kind of try to keep a lot of stuff secret, but um, uh, Leglock Luke AUS Oz. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for inviting us out again. And yeah, yeah. Give, us, give us a burn on that. Give us a burn on this one here, George, to close us out. This one here. Yeah.